Hey, Christian podcasters and creatives, it is time for the event of the year, the 2023 Spark Media Podcast Conference and Award Ceremony. Come connect with trailblazers, authors, publishers, Christian speakers, business leaders, and more this fall in Houston, Texas on September 28th to the 30th. Learn from industry experts and celebrate the most captive voices in Christian podcasting. The Spark Media Ignite event is more than a conference. It is a celebration of Christian community where passion meets kingdom innovation. Don't miss out. Come spark your soul message and ignite your voice at the 2023 Spark Media Podcast Conference and Award Ceremony. Get your tickets today at sparkmedia.ventures. Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of the By His Grace podcast. I am your host, Misty Phillip, and I am so glad to be back on the mic. I have been traveling for the last couple of weeks. I finished my series with the Young Women's Leadership Conference. Wow, weren't those some amazing episodes? If you have missed those, I encourage you to go back and listen to the last few episodes that I recorded. While I've been traveling, I was at the NRB, the National Religious Broadcasting Conference. And while I was there, I met Tally. Tally is the CEO of Holy Gems. And I cannot wait to share this story with y'all. It is based off of scripture from Isaiah. And I want to read two quick little passages before I introduce her and we dive into today's show. So the first scripture that I want to share with you is from Isaiah 45.3 in the English Standard Version. It says, I will give you the treasures of darkness and the hordes in secret places that you may know that it is I the Lord, the God of Israel, who call you by your name. So the Lord has an incredible relationship with Israel. Israel is his chosen land. There's been a love-hate relationship, for a lack of a better term, with Israel. Israel has turned away from the Lord in times past, turned to the Lord. The Lord has loved Israel with an unending love. And the these scriptures in Isaiah, I think, are key to understanding this episode. So the next scripture comes from... Isaiah 54, and I want to read several verses. So where we're going to camp on is verse 11, but I'm a context girl, so I want to read it in context. This is the eternal covenant of peace that the Lord makes with Israel, and it says, Sing, O barren one who did not bear Break forth into singing and cry aloud, you who have not been in labor. For the children of the desolate one will be more than the children of her who is married, says the Lord. Enlarge the place of your tent and let the curtains of your habitation be stretched out and do not hold back. Lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes. 
for you will spread abroad to the right and to the left, and your offspring will possess the nations and will people the desolate cities. Fear not, for you will not be ashamed. Be not confounded, for you will not be disgraced, for you will not forget the shame of your youth and the reproach of your widowhood. You will remember no more, for your maker is your husband. The Lord of hosts is his name, and the Holy One of Israel is your Redeemer, the God of the whole earth. He is called, for the Lord has called you like a wife deserted and grieved in spirit, like a wife of youth when she is cast off, says the Lord. For a brief moment, I deserted you, but with great compassion, I will gather you. In overflowing anger, for a moment, I hid my face from you, but with everlasting love, I have compassion on you, says the Lord, your Redeemer. This is like the days of Noah to me, as I swore that the waters of Noah should no more go over the earth. So I have sworn that I will not be angry with you and will not rebuke you. For the mountains may depart and the hills may be removed, but my steadfast love shall not depart from you and my covenant of peace shall not be removed, says the Lord, who has compassion on you. And here's where it gets good, y'all. O afflicted one, a storm tossed and not comforted, behold, I will set your stones in antimony and lay your foundation with sapphires. So this describes the relationship of the Lord with Israel. And he literally says here in Isaiah that he will lay the foundations in stones of antimony and the foundations will be with sapphire. There was a man bold enough to believe a rabbi who believed these words of God to be true. And his daughter is here today to share that unfolding story. So please welcome Tally from Holy Gems. Tally, hi, welcome to the By His Grace podcast. I am so excited to have you on here today. I got to sit down with you at the NRB and you told me your amazing story. And I was like, we have got to record this. So welcome to the By His Grace podcast. And I'm glad Thank you're you here. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So let's just jump right in. I want everybody to hear the story that you shared with me, what your father did and how it led to this amazing discovery and all the things. So I'm just going to let you tell the story like you told me before. Well, you know that uh, the Bible says Isaiah in the 54, 11, says that God promised Israel, I will lay your foundations with sapphires and all your borders with precious stones. This is pretty much the verse. And, but nobody ever tried or thought of looking for those gems. Um, in uh, 1988, uh, the Lubavitcher Rebbe, one of the most influential Jewish leader of our generation, is a pretty known uh, Rebbe, like a very 
spiritual uh, person, and uh, he had a meeting with the mayor of Haifa. You know Haifa? The, like one of the largest cities in Israel, oh, located yeah. in the north of the, of the country. Yes. And um, the rabbi told him that there are precious gems in the area of the, his city. You know, it's the north of the of the of the land. Um, then the mayor listened to the rabbi, but he didn't really, either didn't really understand. He thought he's talking metaphorically. We don't really know why he wasn't investigating this thing further. But uh, my father heard about this meeting a few years later, and he was a very um, big uh, believer and follower of the rabbi. And everything he says, well, if the rabbi said it, then it's true. And then, <laughs> so he just opened a company and started a journey against all scientific assumptions at that time. Everybody thought he was crazy. Uh, he put all his money, all his effort, lost a lot of his business credibility. He was a very respectable businessman uh, because he said I believe, you know, I believe in this. And he also, of course, he, he looked in the Bible and everything. He saw that this thing is, you know, this is the, something that's possible, you know, if you believe. And then he just moved on. And it took about 20 years. And in 2020, March 2020, we received a certificate of discovery from the state of Israel, meaning that we found the first economic deposit of precious gems in Israel. So amazing. <laughs> and it was all thanks to my, uh, my father's relentless uh, faith and uh, persistence. Unfortunately, he, he passed away just three months before we received this uh, certificate like a license saying that you know you found the first ever deposit in history of the jewish land and um, so like moses you know he came to the entry of the land and he didn't get inside but uh, we are fortunate enough to to take his dream and his project and everything that he did to get us to this to this discovery and we are Finally, giving the world a chance to enjoy those gems. So, yeah. So, after tell me about the gems because I think I think you showed me or you told me about one in particular that is is not found anywhere else in the world. Is that correct? Right. We have the regular sapphires that you know. You know, sapphire, blue sapphire. It's a pretty known uh, gem. Um, we have red garnets, we have black spinels, which are also known precious gems. Our unique gem call, is called caramel sapphire. And the scientists, we collaborated with a lot of uh, scientific uh, you know, universities and institutes along the years. And they were the ones who helped us discover or recognize this gem because when we found it in the beginning we didn't know what it was we understood it's composed of the mineral corundum but we didn't know exactly what it was so corundum is the main mineral of 
regular sepa. Okay, but it was different. It looks different. And then we tested it in the laboratory and everything, and we found out that it contains new minerals to science. And science didn't know that these minerals exist. And it's called caramel sapphire. And the minerals, the scientists said, that these, the, the fact that this gem was um, created, you know, in the depth of the land, the condition that had to be in the depth of the holy land for this gem to be created doesn't exist anywhere else in the world. That's amazing. Meaning that this gem is like a scientific proof of the uniqueness of this country, of this land, of this amazing holy land. You know, everybody knows that this land is holy and uh, I mean, spiritually wise or historically wise, but naturally, I don't know, scientifically, it's a, it's, it's a pretty amazing discovery. Uh, the discovery of gems in general in Israel. It's, it's, by the way, it's located in the, there is the Carmel Mountain, if you know the Carmel Mountain. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a story of Isaiah. On, the, on this mountain, if you remember. And there is the Kishon River. It's uh, like two places that we are, we have our license covered on this area. Um, and it's next to Haifa. It's the north of Israel. So the Carmel Sapphire was discovered in the Kishon Bend. It's like the Zebulun Valley. You know, the Zebulun tribe. Mm-hmm. In the Bible, it's also said that the Zebulun tribe is supposed to be, I mean, his 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 place. The God uh, divided the country between the tribes, right? Right. And each tribe had a like a blessing of its own, and the Zebulun tribe got a blessing of wealth and treasures. So it's not uh, it's not surprising that those gems are found. Exactly in this st- in this place where God, this is the balloon territory. That's so, you know? so amazing. Very interesting. Yeah, and and <laughs> everything it, related. You know, the Bible coming coming to life. It's exciting. Yeah, I love that because a lot of things that we read in the Old Testament and think really like, or or even in the New Testament, I think when when I think of when it talks about heaven being lined with stones, you know, that there's all of these different stones in heaven. And so when I heard your story, I was like, it made me believe that of that future place that God has prepared for us, that it is going to be so glorious. But I love the fact that you're, that you're dad just believed and he dedicated his life to this work that's so incredible and it's unfortunate that he didn't get to see it but that you and your family get to carry that legacy on through your company that's amazing so tell everyone the name of the company and why you chose that name well um when i uh was nominated for CEO then we started to uh, you know, we wanted these gems to people to be able to to buy them, to, to wear them, to enjoy them. And we strategically decided to establish a jewelry brand uh, for the main purpose to be able to 
control this chain from the mind to the hand of the customer in a way that we can give a certificate of origin, meaning that the, the customer can know in, in full transparency and uh, certainty that this jam came from the land of Israel uh, because the origin is very important in this uh, specific situation. And um, uh, so we, we established Holy Gems, which is um, an international uh, brand uh, registered in the U.S. And um, uh, once we started, uh, my mother is uh, our, our in-house designer. She designed the jewelry. Uh, my brothers are working with me, so it's like a family thing. But... Um, um, the reason why we called it holy gem, I think it's understandable, you know? Yeah. Those gems come from the holiest place in the world. So it was only logic that uh, this will be the name. And thank God we're doing well. A lot of people who hear about us or just really want this, they are very excited about this. The mere fact, you know, as you said, it's like like seeing seeing the prophecies come true. It's amazing. Yeah. So, how has this affected your faith? Oh wow! <laughs> when my father passed away, it was for me. It was I can't even uh, you know. It's devastating. I was very close to him. I he was my my rock. My everything, you know? Yeah. But since then, you know, I, you know that life goes on <laughs> and you need to go on first. And the secondly, you have this amazing thing that we did. And you know that it's on you, you know, to take it to the next level and, and make the world know that it exists. And, and, once I decided to, to do that, I started seeing amazing, amazing, what do you call it in, in English? I've heard the word, uh, divine intervention. Mm, yeah. Right? Yes. Uh-huh. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, doors opening exactly in the right time. I mean, all the things, everything happens just as it should. It's like, I really feel the... That he's <laughs> he's still managing this company in a way <laughs> from uh, from uh, from up there, but uh, you know, and it really connects me to him and to and to God in general. Yeah, that's so wonderful. It's an amazing uh, feeling, and uh, and I'm blessed. I'm blessed to be able to work in such a job, you know, such a fulfilling thing, and and to be. Feeling through your, you know, it's a job in the end, but you actually feel the, the, the divine guardianship in every step of the way. So it's, it's amazing. That's incredible. So what about other Israeli people? How did they react to this discovery? And, and, and what kind of feedback do you get from them? Well, it was, I mean, 
we got we had a very big article in the Israeli media, a few articles in the Israeli media that once they heard about this, they were very interested to to hear the story and to tell it and and to interview us and the reacts were amazing. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know what to expect and uh, you know, you never know. Sometimes people are glad for you and happy for you and sometimes they're not. but in this situation it was an amazing hug and uh, and acceptance and you know, they wish us all the best because eventually, like any other natural treasure of, of the land, you know, we have, Israel has gas, gas, and we have oil. So there are every natural uh, treasure of the land you need to, this is partly um, a possession of, of, the, of the government, you know, so you need to like pay royalties and everything when you excavate and you sell. And so eventually the country is gaining from this, you know, it's, it's profitable for the country that we uh, explore and mine those natural treasures and, uh, and, and sell them, you know, the, the, the government and the country is very uh, pro this. They want us to continue and they're happy that we're doing so. Um, that's that's great. So it's good. Yeah. So and do you we, have we help in a job? Uh, you know, we help in job terms and you know things like this. Eventually, it's good for the country. The country is very um, encouraging yeah. to business like ours. Um, so, what about um, other exploration areas? Do you have other areas that you have uh, planned to explore, or um, or are you just mining the areas that you've found so far, or what do you have a plan there? We know we did surveys when we started this. We did surveys on across the country, like uh, it's like air surveys and all kinds of like. Um, so we know the the interesting locations is where we are. It's the north of Israel, where our licenses are covering this area. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have a few other potential deposits in our license areas that we are still in, uh, you know, prelim- it's not preliminary, but it's uh, um, less developed than the first mine that we already have. We have one deposit that's already under certificate of discovery, as I said, and the other deposit is under, it's called the prospecting license, which is also a very advanced stage. And we have other deposits which are under uh, exploration permits. And so we have the land of Israel, I mean, it's amazing. It is. Um, the Carmel Mountain itself, this is, was one of our discoveries, is covered with a lot of kimberla, kimberly. It's, you know, this rock, this is a rock that's supposed to when, when you're looking for diamonds. Yeah? 
this rock doesn't exist, then you probably won't find diamonds okay. in this area. So the Carmel Mountain is full, <laughs> especially in the locations that we already recognize. There is this source rock, it's called the source rock of diamonds, Kimberly. Okay. So this was another amazing discovery that we have. So there is a lot of additional potential and deposits that we explore. And uh, because we are so advanced in the first one, so we can already commercialize and sell, you know, to, to the public and let them enjoy it. Yeah, I got to see some of the designs when I was at the NRBU, had a booth there, and I got to go and take some pictures. So I will share those on social media when we post this episode. Tally, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your incredible story. I just love, I loved hearing it, love the work that you're doing, and it's so fun to be able to carry out your father's legacy with your family and to just share with the world this incredible treasure and and it's more proof that the bible is is true and that god's word if god says it then we can take that to the bank and i just i love that exactly yeah exactly and i love i love that this is i love that this is what people you know take from this yeah i love that we got the um privilege to 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 do that you know, to be able to show people that everything, as you said, everything that God said is. Yeah. So where can people find out more about you? Do they go to Holy Gems? Uh, do you have a website? Yes. Uh, we have our internet, uh, our internet website. It's uh, holy-gems.com. And we have a boutique store in Jerusalem next to the Mamila Mall. Um, King David, you know, this area of the hotels. And we have a visitor center in Akko. It's a very amazing city in Israel, very historic. And we have a visitor center there that people can come and actually see the whole process of sorting the soil and finding the gems. So it's it's an experience in itself. And because of the... (laughs) great uh, demand thank god so pe- people are asking us to to open stores in the in the US and um, so this is our next year uh, project we will probably open a few stores there and uh, we'll let you know <laughs> Excellent. Well, we will put links to everything in the show notes so that people can can find you and the stores and follow your journey. So thank you so much for coming on by His Grace today and sharing your story. Thank you. From aspiring musicians to church worship teams, the worshipinitiative.com has resources for everyone. The Worship Initiative is an online training resource to help you learn and lead top worship songs with in-depth instrument tutorial videos, chord charts, and more. Alongside instrument training, we have devotionals for every song and training videos on how to be an effective worship leader from voices like Shane and Shane, Phil Wickham, John Piper, Ben Stewart, and more. Only at theworshipinitiative.com. Start learning and leading your team now by using the code SPARK23 
for your first month free. Do you want to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually. With podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff, you can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app. Thank you for joining me today on By His Grace. I hope you've enjoyed listening and are encouraged by our guest today. I would love for you to visit my blog, mistyphilip.com, for more encouragement. You can find me on social media as Misty Philip, and I would love to connect with you there. <laughs>